Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And we're going to talk about trust. We're going to talk about when trust is betrayed in our relationships. We're going to be focusing on love relationships, but you are going to be able to transfer what we're going to talk about today to any other relationship you have be it your friendships or something at work, a relationship at work, etc. When I was writing this podcast, to be honest with you, I was thinking about um, two people in love. But uh, let's see how it works for you if your trust has been betrayed at work, for example. Um, before starting, thank you for all the messages you sent me. Uh, as requested, I'm going to do my best to publish a different meditation every month and also some tapping, which has been the hit of the year. <laughs> and um, starting with today's topic... I want to confess that I was writing and I started to sigh. I was like, <sighs> because in some way, who hasn't been hurt and who hasn't hurt others? It's a little bit like the song, Everybody Hurts. Uh, it's hard, very hard to get in touch with a situation that's broken our hearts and disappointed us. I have to honor everyone who has experienced disappointment in their relationship, including myself, the me of my past, because this is very strong. This is very challenging. The pain of somebody whose trust has been betrayed, betrayed, sorry, that is something very primitive in us and it triggers emotions that shake and hurt us to the core. So let's talk from a neuroscience uh, standpoint. Let's start from there. Our brain is wired to avoid danger, approach rewards and bond with others. From a young age, our innermost need is to feel safe loved and valued by our environment. Little by little, a confidence circle is created and this circle reinforces our trust in the world and in ourselves or not. Let me tell you what the circle is or what it is about. We feel a need and we express it and we get an answer. That answer reinforces our confidence in the others and in ourselves, or not. The dynamics where our need was met and those where it was not are imprinted in our soul. Our parents, teachers, and guardians may have had the best intentions, and yet they may have obliviously, because nobody did it on purpose, but they may have unawarely failed to create a safe container where our needs could be met. And this is, if you are a father or mother, this is not for you to punish and whip yourself. We are always going to fail because we are not perfect. We are just little humans living on the earth. We are just trying to be better every day. But let me uh, portray what I have just said which might sound a little bit uh, abstract with two examples. Imagine 
something as simple as a child crying because he's tired. Imagine a very young child, you know, when children start crying very loudly. Okay, so this child is crying because he's tired and his parents yell, yell back at him and tell him to shut up. What will that child think and feel? If I have a tantrum, they'll shout at me and they won't love me. So imagine what that is going to do to this trust circle that I was talking about a few seconds ago. Hmm? Now imagine a teenager, hmm? a teenage girl who is insecure and who decides to wear a mini skirt to get her friend's attention. Her parents are very busy, but suddenly they see her and are puzzled. They tell her that she looks vulgar and that she should behave. What is that teenager going to feel? You tell me, think about it. She's going to feel shame. She's going to feel rejection. So think about how that uh, trust circle is damaged with simple examples like that. And there are thousands of examples like that, what in some exchange with our environment, our trust was broken and insecurity, mistrust and fear of rejection take a front seat in our lives. Unfortunately, we end up carrying those feelings into our love relationships. That is the problem. That is the mess. And emotions are messy, so really. But we grow up and find it difficult to relax with the person we choose. And one of the greatest things that we need, uh, the most really, the, the, the need we, we have and that we want to be respected is to be able to rely on the other person and to trust that our lights and shadows are not only safe with them, but also that we are loved as a whole with those lights and those shadows. Now I'm going to ask you to think about new examples. One day we asked our partner to come to the doctor because we have an important appointment, but he forgot because he had a hectic day. Our internal machinery starts working and we begin to feel vulnerable and to say to ourselves, he isn't interested, he doesn't have time for me, and unconsciously perhaps I'm not enough for him. Now imagine a different scenario. You discover that your partner lied to you. Feeling hurt and insecure, you resentfully repeat to yourself. How could she do something like this to me? I was so innocent. How come I didn't see the signs? And as a result, we end up feeling threatened, empty, and broken. It is very complex, complex, sorry, because the circle of trust that I mentioned before is damaged. It is very delicate because as I told you at the beginning, we are biologically wired to feel certainty and pleasure and to belong. So what can we do when trust is broken in our relationships then? I know what you are thinking about. Most probably the first thing that comes to your mind is to attack the person who broke the agreement that you both had. You might want to destroy him or her because he lied to you or because he or she broke the bond that you had together. 
what is going to happen as a result, he or she will walk away out of fear of your reaction and a tense climate is going to be created where in the end you will still feel hurt as you did at the beginning and you might end up feeling more lonely than before. Why? Because you are going to build protective walls that reinforce your feelings of discomfort, of uh, loneliness, as I mentioned, and and you're going to transform into an alert detective because you're going to look for all the reasons why you might get hurt again. This always happens. And the distance between the two of you is going to grow even greater. So with each negative interpretation of your partner's future actions, mistrusts is going to grow more and more. So when the reaction is to attack back and to feel suspicious, the person who was hurt will feel even worse. And the one who hurt won't have the opportunity to repair what they did because they won't be able to get to you. Every situation is different and every situation must be analyzed separately. But I know from my own experience and from helping others in this situation that the most effective thing is not to act out our emotions. I know, I know. You feel like throwing something over their head. You need to yell at them and probably leave them. But wait, wait first. Move more slowly and pause. Ask yourself, do I see real regret in him or her or not? After digesting what happened, because really it's like eating a big pork in one gulp. So you need to digest that. Ask yourself, am I giving myself the opportunity to hear what happened that took us to this point? Did she or he act like that in a moment of confusion that is unusual in him or in her? Can I see that they are doing everything at their disposal to regain my confidence? When the people involved can speak mindfully, compassionately, and with a deep desire to make each other happy, there is a lot of room for that relationship to flourish, to be reborn in a totally genuine and realistic way. In addition to working as a couple, there's something profound to attend to when our worth and self-esteem are at stake because our trust has been broken. You can start by asking yourself, why do I feel so little? What old pain needs my attention, devotion and healing so that I can be better prepared now? I've been on both sides, as I mentioned. And surely you have too. And something really magical happens when weapons are dropped. And without any false protection, we see that the other person feels regretful. And a deep desire to repair what was broken emerges. When the person who caused the pain is able to tell you, you must have, you must have suffered so much because of what I did. I'm sorry, please forgive me. This is so, so nice, so strong, so mature. The hurt person has the chance to listen more peacefully, 
and attentively, and with no other objective than discern whether it is worth giving the relationship another chance or not. But let me highlight that in every situation, trust can be repaired when the people involved, the two people involved, want to move together to the next level. When there is true regret, when there is true forgiveness, and when there is a true desire to rebuild the relationship or build it anew altogether. Okay? If you know someone who can benefit from this blog, invite them to subscribe. Because remember that in this way we build bridges that can help uh, one another. I love what we are creating here in this um, community. And before I forget, let me tell you that next week I'm going on holiday. So you won't get your newsletter, your Wednesday, Thursday newsletter. But go ahead and dive into the web, our webpage and go to um, the area that says blogs because it has plenty of free resources that you can listen to, put into practice through meditation and tapping and there are maybe topics that you want to revisit. So go ahead because next week I'm going to be off work and let me send you a big hug. Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening to this blog. Thank you for forwarding the blog. Thank you for holding my hand. See you after my holiday.